Hi, this is Bimi Chavery, and I am here with your Intuitive Energy Corner. Guys, I missed you so much, and I'm so, so excited and yet a little bit apprehensive <laughs> about recording of this episode because this episode will be very in-depth. It will always um, be authentic, but it will also carry us through what has been going on throughout the week, transit-wise, astrologically, but also give you a little bit of insight on what it is that I have been experiencing both in the dream world as well as intuitively and spiritually as we have been going through these shifts and transits of the last week. I'll also give you guys a little bit of insight on why I've decided to go back to the format of five days a week for the daily doses. A lot of you guys have emailed me. I'm so grateful and so honored and thankful that you guys find so much solace in the information that I share and the guidance that I provide. It has been a little bit of a struggle with me when it came to my own spiritual um, journey and just being obedient to what I believe God has wanted me to do. And I will give you guys a little bit of insight on that as well as well as give you guys your own personal information um, as far as intuitively to assist you with navigating through the week ahead. So grab your coffee, tea, water, wine, whatever it is that you need to get yourself in position to be able to hear, listen, and take in what it is that you are needing to hear to assist you on your own personal journeys going forward. Be right back. Hi everyone. So I know that um, there have been so many questions. You guys have definitely emailed me and you have um, inquired about why I hadn't been posting or recording um, every single day, five days a week, even though you guys love the astrological um, updates, which you guys also asked about. You also um, enjoyed the daily encouragement or the daily insight that I provided as well. And before I get into the astrological overview for the week um, that we are currently in, I want to touch base and give you guys a little bit of insight and an update on my own personal spiritual um, journey and evolution and hopefully answer a few of those questions that you may have. When um, I'll say in December, I began doing my um, fasting. And as you guys were doing the work on yourself, I too was doing the work with you and asking God for more clarity and understanding on what it is that he um, wanted me to know and wanted me to share because I am used as a vessel in so many ways, anywhere I go, everywhere I go, no matter how incognito I try to be people are naturally gravitated to me. All races, all ethnicities, all backgrounds, all um, different walks of life, they gravitate to me. And my spirit is a natural well for um, acceptance. So I definitely encounter people um, no matter where I am. And so I definitely don't have a break when it comes to um, exertion of myself in any any faucet unless I am recluse 
And even then, I'm still um, dealing with what it is that I'm encountering or experiencing on a spiritual level. And so during the purging um, initiation of the purging season that we were all working towards in preparation for 2020, I asked God, like, give me a little bit more clarity and understanding on how you want me to distribute my energy, how you want me to share what it is that you pour into me. And also speak to me in the way that um, you know I can hear you because I don't want confusion. I don't want to be, um, I don't want to go any way in my life that is not in alignment with what he has for me because I trust wherever I'm leading, wherever I'm going. If I know that God has led me there, I'm in good hands, you know, no matter what that path appears to be. And so Towards the top of the year, um, I felt that I was getting a lot of information, a lot of intuitive hits, a lot of energetic shifts, a lot of spiritual. Um, uh, this is not the first of my in my spiritual awakening. And as you guys know, I've told you that my spiritual awakenings come in threes and this entire experience, I am reminded of the first initiation of my spirit um, and awareness of who I am and where I am in life. And so when I first was able to comprehend, looking back, I was 13. Now, with this particular uh, process that I'm in, the reason I decided that it was best for me to go and reduce the information I was given out is because each day it tended to be very in-depth information that I was sharing on daily doses. And I felt like people weren't able to process at a pace that they needed to process, that I felt that they felt rushed and that every single day, whatever I'm saying has to resonate and connect with their story. And being that I am a person who often um, am, am so before my time um, when it comes to how I see things, how I experience things. I've known that for a very long time. And I have this mentality, sort of like the mentality that you get um, it, it started years in school where it's like leave no child behind. And that's my mentality of leave no one behind. If I feel like I'm going too far in advance, I will delay myself. I will um, stop. I will wait for someone else to catch up. I don't want to be. I don't want to feel like I'm leaving someone without what it is that they need to get to wherever it is they need to go. And this is where God began to work with me heavily because he began to put on my spirit that this is the very thing that he is trying to push me out of. The mentality that I am ever leaving someone behind because I've always had that mentality as the oldest child, as a leader, as a person who... Um, is a creative, is a person who uh, takes leadership, is a person who is a protective force. I'm someone who doesn't mind going first, 
And I don't mind going ahead, but I need to know that those that are coming with me are not being left. I'm not moving too fast. I'm not processing things in a way that leaves them confused. And that God definitely dealt with me this week intensively through my dreams. Um, just in my spirit as a whole, it's like, he's, he's telling me, remember when you were in the third grade and you were afraid, you misspelled a word on purpose every Friday in third grade, we had a a spelling test and every Friday I got a 100 on my spelling test and Some of why am I telling you guys this? I don't know. But I feel like this, along with a lot of my dreams, a lot of a lot of information that I've been processing is not just for me. It's for someone who's listening, who needs to know that. You're not alone when it comes to your personal delay out of fear of leaving others behind. And even I struggle with that because I feel as though I have so many people that tune in and listen to me and so many people who connect to me that I do not want to confuse you. I do not want to leave you behind. I do not want to leave you in a place where you feel like you are not understanding or grasping whatever is going on. But I also know that where I am in life is not where everyone is in life. And I do know that how I process and how I receive information is not on the level that everyone may receive information in their life on their journey. And I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with feeling like I'm too far advanced. And I, at times, can self-sabotage because I will purposely delay my own growth and purposely delay my own processing so that others can catch up or so that others can be where I am. And I don't know if that is self-consciously because I don't want to be alone or feel left alone, or I don't want to feel like I am leaving anyone in the dust. And God has been working with me with that because it's the exact same thing that occurred originally in my third grade. Um, Miss Banks was my favorite teacher. I loved her so much. She's, I love her so much. And she was the first person that she told me if I got a 100 on this spelling bee again, that I would be entered into what we call the oratorical contest. And the oratorical contest is a contest where you I learn a play, you learn a poem, you recite it, you put on a performance, you win a trophy. Um, if you get first place, you're on the board, you're like a big deal, right? And you're doing this for the entire school. And I was in the third grade and you're competing against all these kids. And I didn't like being in front of people, but I also didn't want to feel like people thought I was a know-it-all. And I always got 100s. So The word that I had to spell was beautiful and I purposely misspelled beautiful so that I would not make a 100 on the test so that I would not be put into the oratorical contest because I did not want the classmates to feel like they were the only ones who couldn't spell beautiful. And Ms. Banks made me stay after school. 
after class and I had to write the word beautiful a hundred times. I also had to explain to her why I'd misspelled the word when she knew I could spell it. And I remember saying, I don't know. And she said, you do know. And during that time, you got whippings at school. So um, I didn't want to get I, I was willing to get a whipping with what we called the pancake, which was her her belt. It was an old belt that had like duct tape on it. <laughs> and I would rather have gotten disciplined opposed to spelling that word right, because I just didn't want to be in the oratorical contest because I didn't want anyone in my class to think that I was a know-it-all. And no one thought that of me. I just thought that of myself because I was always put on this pedestal when it came to achievement. And I didn't want to feel that. I I felt massively uncomfortable. And so long story short, either way, I had to spell the word. I spelled the word and she entered me into the oratorical contest. And it was uh, Harriet Tubman, who is still one of my favorite. And I still remember the poem to this day. Um, I had to practice that poem. I had to put an attitude sass with that poem. I had to get on that stage and I had to perform in front of the entire school. And I won second place. And. I got a trophy. First place went to a sixth grader. And she told me, Miss Banks told me, don't you ever dim yourself. Do not dim yourself. For anyone, don't hold yourself back out of fear of being great. Because you're great. And you deserve if for nothing else, to be honored for your greatness. So never dim your light. And fast forward to today. The reason I look back and look at seeing how, why I reduced the the daily doses. Yes, it was because I felt God wanted me to do that. But also because I wanted him to want me to do that. I wanted him to reduce my time of sharing what he was pouring into me because I wanted to give people an opportunity to process. I want everyone to be on the same accord. I wanted everyone to feel like they were being um, heard and um, they weren't behind and it wasn't anything wrong with them because they weren't on the level spiritually or mentally grasping the things that I was saying each and every day. And I, I felt like it was so much important information, but the processing of it, it wasn't enough time to process it all. And I felt overwhelmed by that. And I felt like I was doing an injustice to my gift if I continued to pour it out, because the more I poured out, the more he poured in me and the more I poured out. And I felt like that was an over uh, pouring of a well that just did not wasn't able to have the ability to process on the pace that it needed to. And that's when God 
spoke to me in, in my dreams and is like, listen, this is a reemergence of who you were as a little girl. You cannot delay your progress and delay your gift and dim your light because you don't want to leave people behind no matter where a person is on their journey. When your information is needed for them, they will find it. No matter how far advanced you feel you are, no matter what level you are on, you're not leaving anyone behind because you're leaving keynotes to their success wherever you go. And I had to deal with that. I had to deal with that because what people don't understand is to be gifted is now a trend. But when you know that you've been gifted your entire life and you've poured into people your entire life, it's a very lonely place spiritually to be when you can't relate your evolution to people being a peer in that when it's more and when it's always you being the vessel pouring out and you want everyone to sit at this round table with you and, and everyone understand what's going on together. When you realize that that's just not the reality of spirituality or growth in real, real life. There are some people who are more advanced in their gifts than I am. I don't compare my gifts to people. I don't share my gifts with everyone. I don't look at what I do as anything that I want to profit from, which is why I don't. People have been emailing me constantly about how can they donate to me? People have literally cash apped me money just because. And I feel very conflicted with that. Because I feel like, yet while this is a gift of mine, it is also my purpose. And so I'm saying all of that to say, you're not the only ones who are dealing with the concept that it's okay to move it's okay to move forward and people be a few steps behind. It doesn't mean that you're leaving anyone in the dust. It doesn't mean that you are neglecting the things that you are passionate about. It doesn't mean that you don't care about people. It doesn't mean that you don't love people. It just means that you are also continuing on your own journey. And when it's time for them to pick up the jewels that you are leaving for them, they will. So with that being said, I am convicted <laughs> and I have to be obedient because how did God put that fire in me? Well, God did what God does and overwhelm me in my dreams. That's how he speaks to me in my subconscious and the information that I am processing to share with you guys is going to diff definitely help you evolve and put you in a space where you have no idea. Like it is some powerful shifts taking place. And 
as much as I feel like I don't want to speak in this language of astrology all the time, I don't want to speak in this metaphysical type of way. I don't want to speak spiritual all the time, but it's who I am. And so I have to allow those parts of myself to have their justice and not max them out of fear of being isolated by self-inflicted isolation. Like I'm, I'm self-inflicting isolation on myself because I don't want other people to feel isolated on their own journeys. And that's how I operate. And that is what God is taking me out of the willingness, the willingness to be stagnant on behalf of others so they can grow. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't babysit a person's spiritual growth. I can't handicap myself so that I can hopefully wait for other people to get where I am and understand and grasp and see the results of the labor. I can't because there is work that God is sending me to do and making me do, which he has been doing consistently for over a decade where he needs me to get certain parts of my journey done so that those that are coming next, who are going to go through those very things, which it always happens like that. I can share the wisdom and knowledge that I've gained from these experiences with you. And that is the reason why so many of you have gravitated to me. It's not because I'm some special entity. It's not because I'm super 150 million followers on social media. I'm very low key. I'm very uh, purposely driven. I'm so, so freaking grateful for all the followers that I have, all the supporters that I have, all of the people who email and contact me every single day. You guys don't understand how much I pray for you and how much I cover you and how much I am just in love with your spirits. You are incredible, incredible souls. And I'm super grateful that God has aligned the things that he has in the way that he has to help me to bring everybody together the way that I have in the spiritual sense. So I have to do my part in continuing to pour into you. And that is why I've decided that God knows best and I will continue my five day um daily doses for you. I'll still do the astrological overviews. I'll still do the midweek check-ins. I will, I will continue to pour out the information just as I am given. And whenever it's time for you to hear and process, you will. I love you guys so very much. And there's a lot of changes occurring. There's a lot of shifts that are occurring. There are a lot of things that are ha happening in our mind, in our physical world that is causing us to have to look at ourselves in a way that we hadn't before. And it is not comfortable. It's not a place where we desire to be, but it's a place that we have to be in order to get to where it is that we are going. That brings me to what's going on astrologically. There are so many things that are going on astrologically. We had, we just had a new moon in Aquarius on Friday and we are in the midst of Aquarius season. 
as we are in this new energy, we are prepping for Mercury being in retrograde. There's so many different planetary shifts that are occurring. There's so many different spiritual alignments that are taking place. There's so many rebirths that are taking place internally. It's causing us to refocus on the things that really matter to us. It's causing us to be put in positions that we are having to be an intercessor for people's healing in ways that we never, ever comprehended. You think that the things that you're going through are for you, but they're not. You think that the pain that you're experiencing is for for you and it's not. A lot of the pain and the things that you carry on your shoulders are for those people who are coming beside you and with you, behind you, who just do not have the capacity to hold the weight that you do. So you are their leverage. You have to be able and willing to look at the whole picture, the totality of it, what it looks like, what it feels like, what is this teaching you and what is it showing you about yourself, but also about your journey and your capabilities so that you are able to assist someone else who may not be able to grasp it the way that you do. There are things that are taking place. In ways that you will never understand because you're trying to understand it out of practicality and logics, even emotion. And that won't work. You're having to really dig deep in a way that you hadn't before because you're not who you are who you've always been. You're not who you've always been. You're changing. Parts of yourself is evolving. Parts of yourself is shifting. Parts of yourself is being re-emerged into the reality of what that is in its entirety. And that's not easy. So that means you are losing friendships. You are walking away from things that you thought you'd never have to walk away from. You are being pushed and forced in areas that you don't appreciate and do not like you are being put in positions that are making you uncomfortable especially the first half of this year because this is a seed sowing for a new decade this is a new beginning a brand new transformation this is a brand new opportunity to choose your life for yourself on your terms. You can no longer blame your past. You can no longer blame your family. You can no longer blame it on the ignorance of the things that you didn't know, things no one taught you, things that other people didn't know. None of those reasons are valid enough to hold you back. None of those reasons are sustainable. They're all handicaps and antidotes that prevent you from being your best self. So we're in seasons of our life where we're having to revisit parts of our life that we may not have contributed to the destruction or turmoil, but we have been put in positions to see things in a way that we'd never seen before so that we're able to pick the jewels out of those very things and place them where they belong. This week ahead, It's going to be exactly what it is you make it. Yes, we're still going to have to deal with the real issues. But the thing is, we're going to have to deal with these issues on a real level in a way that we hadn't before freely. 
openly, authentically, with no hesitation, because no one's going to do it for you. No one's going to do the work for you. No one is capable to do it because the jewels are those things that you hold. Your circumstances are pushing you to build on your spirituality. The circumstances you are feeling are forcing you to have to deal with your reality as it is, not as you would like it to be. So allow yourself that freedom, allow yourself that openness, the capabilities to really, really, really be able to say, no, this just doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work for me. That fear that I had just I can't hold that anymore. It just doesn't work for me. And be okay with that. Be okay with what that looks like. Be okay with whomever and whatever it lets that makes you let go of. I can't love you into loving me. I can't respect you into respecting me. I cannot sex you into valuing me. I cannot force you into being who I need you to be for me. But I have to stand up for myself. I have to tackle myself in a way that I hadn't before. Because if I do not, I'll die. And I'll lose myself. And that's just not what I'm willing to do. And that's how you have to look at yourself. That's how you have to look at your life. It doesn't matter how many goals you set. It doesn't matter how many intentions you set. If you don't act on them. It does no good. So astrologically. It's important that you know that this week ahead is birthing a lot of your desires. It's putting together a place of acceptance, self-acceptance, self-exploration. And it's showing you a lot about not only yourself, but those that are connected to you. It's showing you the overall picture and you're having to choose what that looks like and what that feels like and what comes of it and if you don't you won't go anywhere if you want to remain who you've always been then you will if you want to continue to complain and be angry and allow what other people do and how other people see you to affect how you view and see yourself then it's going to continue to operate that way nobody is in control of your future, but you. And what you cannot handle, God will. And that's how you have to look at it. That's how you have to look at life. That's how you have to look at the in, the introspection that God is asking you to evaluate. It's not about anyone else. It's all about you. And until you're able to tap into that, then you're going to stay where you are. There is, like I said to you guys, my dreams have been so intense lately um, to the point to where I've had to get up in the middle of the night and take, get a journal, find any journal. And when I can't find the right journal, I have to record myself stating what this dream is so that I don't forget it because there is a partnered version of it coming. It's either coming or it's already passed. I've already dreamed it and I have to put it together. And a lot of times there's so many messages like literally I've just had a dream where I know that 
The purpose of that dream is because I am the vessel that is being used as a catalyst to heal relationships, to heal the relationship between my father and his father. My father passed away almost 15 years ago and my grandfather is older. He's he's uh, sick. He's doing much better, but he's older. He's older. He's almost 90 years old. And there are things that are needing to be resolved before my grandfather can go meet my father. And this dream showed me that. Down to details. So I'm telling you guys that there are parts of you and your journey and your in your your story that you're having to tackle that have nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. You're just being used as the vessel that is going to be utilized to assist people as they navigate their journeys. There are certain closures that are needing to happen. There are certain doors that are needing to be opened. There are certain opportunities that are needing to be seen, had and experienced, but they cannot without your assistance. So you first have to be obedient to that call. What does that look like? What is it? What is it? How do you get it? And you have to know that you are protected and safe on that journey. Nothing is here to hurt you. Nothing is here to harm you. Everything is here to assist you on your journey in a way that helps you to grow and evolve freely, but authentically. Authentically, that's what it's about. It's not about competing. It's not about compromising. It's not about overextending. None of that. Because your journey is so much bigger than you. Your journey is so much bigger than what you can even comprehend. And the only way that you're able to understand what that is, is by being still silent and obedient to what God is trying to tell you. And if he can't get to you through him, he's going to use other people to get to you. And that doesn't mean hiding from your truth and trying to avoid what that looks like. It means that you're open to your truth. You're open to your authenticity in a way that you hadn't before, which makes you extra vulnerable. And there is no type of chastising like the chastisement that comes from God because he does it in a way that is just so you can't even deny it, nor can you walk away from it. You can't. It's a part of who you are. It's a part of what you do. It's a part of how you experience life. And everybody has their own journey. It's not simultaneous to someone else's. It's never going to be. It's never going to be. And you can't continue to go through life, especially in this new opportunity to start over blaming and, and using what has happened to you as a reasoning and excuse for why you can't grow and why you're not evolving and why you're still in the same place that you've been for the last decade or more. Who else are you going to continue to blame when there's nobody standing there but you? So I definitely feel like this week, as I am getting back into the routine of the five day a week um, daily doses, it's forcing me also in a place where I am having to look at myself and how I've self-sabotaged. Like I tell you guys all the time, you're not in this journey by yourself. You're not going through this by yourself. We're absolutely 1000% in this together. We're on different 
paths, yes, but we're all journeying, journeying (laughs) together. So I want you guys to know that in this week going ahead, it's very important that you allow yourself the time you need, but look at areas of your life where you are holding yourself back out of fear of what that looks like to other people. Your fear of not wanting to leave other people behind is holding you back in ways that you don't even know. You don't even understand. It's holding you back financially. It's holding you back mentally, emotionally, sexually. It's holding you back physically. It's holding you back. You're not able to connect and build in relationships. You've let so many relationships go. You have dropped the ball in relationships. You've done a lot of more harm to yourself than you have good because you would rather sabotage something opposed to experiencing the greatness of it because you don't want to be the only one experiencing what you perceive as good. That is very toxic. So take this opportunity to look at yourself, look at your life, look at where you are, look at where you're trying to go and understand the overall purpose. And even if you don't understand it, accept it and respect the journey that you're on so that you can reap the greatness of it and you can reap the benefits of it, opposed to always reaping the seeds that are tarnished and causing your crop to die off. This week is also also the weekend of the Chinese uh, celebration for the new year. So. It's almost like a whole nother shift of energy for newness, new beginnings. And we just, our new moon was on Friday. So it's definitely opportunity for new moons and new opportunities and reevaluating and just identifying what matters to you most overall. So I love you guys so very much. Um, This has been your intuitive energy corner. I will definitely tap in with you guys on tomorrow, Monday, um, for your daily dose of energy. And they will resume throughout the week. Friday, I will still give you guys your overview weekend edition. And Saturday, no daily dose, but we'll be back on Sunday with the Intuitive Energy Corner. So our our original schedule will resume as normal going forward. Um, And please don't hesitate to email me, connect with me. Let me know how you've been feeling. Let me know if your guys have been experiencing what I've been experiencing. And let me know how you all have been coping with it as well. So... I love your guys face. I love your spirit. I hope that you are gentle with yourself. Allow yourself the grace that you ask others to grant you. Until tomorrow's daily dose of energy. Bye.